Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 295 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, September 12, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going this week? Oh, fantastic, man. We've had a uh, bunch of racing, a yeah. whole NFL weekend in the books now. We are, uh, it feels like fall. It's cold outside. I am, this is this is my favorite time of year, I think. Dude, I had so much stuff to get to this weekend. I had, so I went out to Bertrand Speedway for their big, uh, the big one, they call it. They had the CRA um, late models and super late models out there. So I went out to that on Saturday night. I had the truck race, the Xfinity race, the cup race, the three, three NASCAR races this weekend. IndyCar had their season finale this weekend at Laguna Seca. And Super Motocross had their first playoff race at Charlotte. Oh, yes. So, yes. I mean, dude, I was watching. And I watched a good chunk of the Arca race, too. So Yes. Yeah. Plus, uh, plus your Bears got kicked. Uh, and, uh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, and I, I, did, I watched the entire Lions game as well. Oh, my gosh. I was way past my bedtime, but I was super excited yeah. uh, about that one. So, yes, Lions are uh, lining. We'll see how yeah. we do here. <laughs> I'm not going to say too much. Right. I'm not going to say too much. Right. I'm just going to let that. I'm just going to let it. Let Just bask in it for just a little while longer. <laughs> I got a whole, I got a whole like, you know, five more days to go. So, yeah. You might as well enjoy it. They, they beat the defending Super Bowl champs. I mean. Ugh, spoiled the party. Give so it good. to them, I guess. Yeah, there's nothing better than going in. Because they were, were they, were they there or were they, they were. They were there. Yeah, yeah. So you go into their house and spoil their victory party. Oh yeah. How great. Yep. We kicked the Packers out of the playoffs at the end of last season. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm basking in it now. It's, it's not good. Yeah. I don't know what this, I don't know. This is an unfamiliar feeling for me. So I'm going to just, I'm just going to just bottle it up for a little while longer. Stay calm. Yeah. Give you, <laughs> give you a week and then things will turn yeah. around. This is not an NFL podcast. <laughs> no, it's a NASCAR podcast. So let's, let's talk some NASCAR. Let's talk some Kansas, James. Um, you know, I don't know if this race lived up to what I was expecting out of Kansas because Kansas has been really, really, really good lately, but this was a, a pretty good race. It just wasn't yes, it what was. Kansas has been lately. So, yes. Um, but we had, I mean, we had a little bit of everything. The, the restarts here are just freaking insane. Um, oh, all yeah. three series. Honestly, I thought the restarts in the truck series were crazier than any of the other ones. Um, well, especially when you've got tire strategy going on and yeah. different, you know, different guys going. We'll talk probably restarts a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With Denny Hamlin, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. So Tyler Reddick uh, gets the 45, another win at Kansas. Um, three of the last four Kansas races have been won three, by, yep. Of, yep. Uh, by the 45. So um, all different drivers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I know. I know. Uh, uh, but Tyler Reddick gets playoff win, moves on to the next round. Um, I can't remember. I think I had him out the first round, didn't I? I think so. I think you did. Yeah, I'm looking at my board. I got him in, um, yeah. but I also had uh, I also had Bubba in, and that was my yeah. worry. Uh, but Bubba looked freaking fast, too. So 2311 brought some good cars, and but, you know, Bubba also obviously had some bad luck. Yeah. Um, but he would have had probably a top five finish, I think. Well, and he can redeem himself this weekend because he is good at Bristol. So, yeah. You yep. never he know. A lot of, yeah, a lot of guys good at Bristol. But he's, he's got to do well at Bristol. <laughs> he's 19 yeah, he out kinda, right now. So. Yeah, he kind of handled that pretty well. I was actually a little bit impressed. I was like, you know, that for as bad of a day as that was, you know, I guess you can't really be too upset when a tire goes on you. But No. Um, but anyway, yeah, so, Tyler Reddick. He only led wow. two laps, James. Yeah, but he's, you know, 
he was good last week. We should have known this too. Michigan, you know, remember they brought a rocket ship to Michigan right. and uh pit, pit road <laughs> debacle happened down in there. But yeah, when he's got when he's got something, he I mean he was up there all day. It wasn't like he lucked into it. It's just the the strategy played out in his favor. Right. So great great pit call by the team. I know they've had I think Denny Hamlin called him out last week uh on his podcast. He kind of gave the the uh, 45 team uh, a little bit of the business on on how they were handling their pit stops, but that was the right call. Um, they get up to the get up to the front and, and then try to get around a couple of slower cars, and there you go, able to hold them off. Yeah, um, complete opposite story of Christopher Bell, uh, who again has the best oh pit crew in the series and has more pit road issues this weekend. They should just swap the teams back. I'm telling you, it's man, cra- it's that's crazy. And then, you know, I mean, where did he end up? Uh, Chase Briscoe ends up 19th. Nobody cares, but his pit crew set the fastest pit time ever in NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess it yeah, happens when be... there's when there's no pressure because you're running exactly. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just run as yeah, go as hard as you can on pit road. We'll get, we'll get the record. So Denny Hamlin was cruising to a win in this race. This this thing was this thing was pretty much set. With Denny yes. up front, um, and we get the late caution when Chris Chris Busher gets into the wall. Um, Denny ends up cost on the restart, and let's talk about it because uh, Denny called out on his podcast. I was going to message you the clip and say, "Oh, Denny's whining again," but then as I'm listening yeah. to it, it's like, "Man, Denny's not wrong." They've they've NASCAR has been trying to police this restart stuff all season long, and yeah. everybody's laying back, and and Denny got caught looking behind him instead of looking forward, and just looked like he was asleep on the restart. But was trying to get whoever was I can't remember who was behind him. Um, it was Larson. Okay, trying yep. to trying to keep Larson from getting an advantage on him, and he ended up screwing himself over and probably cost himself a win. So, um, yeah. Denny's suggestion is NASCAR needs to throw the caution and start again. What do you think? I think Denny needs to worry about his own business and take <laughs> care of it. I, I this I don't get this. I don't get this. We have all these rules in place, so we need to have more rules right. in place to make sure that drivers are doing what they're doing their job. Yeah, but you I don't think so. You realize that I mean every other series in the world will just call the restart off and do it again, right? I mean, IndyCar yeah, does it, your, your local short track does it. If NASCAR doesn't call it, then they don't call it. I mean, if you're going to call it, call it, and if you're not, you're not. They didn't call it. Yeah. So you got it. This See, is the but, problem. But Denny Denny's not trying to fix this weekend. Denny's trying to fix next weekend. Denny wants NASCAR sure. to step up, and I guarantee you NASCAR is going to say something going into this weekend. They're going to remind oh, sure. everybody to stop yeah, playing these games. Yep, politicking, right? That's, and then what's going to happen is everybody's going to bunch up, and they're going to do like they did. I think it was at New Hampshire where they wrecked half the field because they're all going to run in the back of each other because they're doing what NASCAR wants them to do. So you can't win either way. But The restarts were incredible, in my opinion. I wouldn't bother it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely games going on, especially at the, in the late restarts, because they all know. And that's the problem with this car is you can't pass. So you, especially if you're running two laps, I mean, there, there's not enough time in two laps to to get an advantage unless you're cheating on the start. So yeah. um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I you know, you know, my, my mindset, James, my mindset has always been wave the green flag and the race is on. I don't care where yes. you're at. Yep. Um, if you're yep. not, if you're not up where you're supposed to be, who cares? Suck it up, deal with it. But when the green flag flies, you do what you got to do and you, you race. That's the way IndyCar does it. That's the way it should be. I, I love that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we've, we've kind of done that a little bit on the road courses. Um, but NASCAR still hasn't do it everywhere else. They have this stupid mm-hmm. restart zone that used to be a line and then it got to be a small zone and then it was a bigger zone. And then this year we went even bigger 
And now we shrunk it back down. And it's like, for God's <laughs> sakes, just green flag, go. Yep, green flag, go. I like that. <sighs> you know, the two weeks in a row now, Denny Hamlin has, uh, you know, I know they're, I know he's running the best of anybody in the playoffs right now. But yet again, here we are. And Denny Hamlin is not closing things out. Yeah. How how am I supposed to have any confidence that he's going to win a championship if if he's conti- like he's this far into his career and we're still having the same conversation with him? I don't he know. He doesn't close. Yeah. He never closes. I did. It's it's like his gremlin or something. Even something as simple as this, he can't close. Yeah. And then last week we have a is it a tire loose or is it not? I'm sure, it probably was, but that you know, like again, fast cars can't close. Yeah. It's been happening to him since he was, what was it, 2010? You know, he was leading the point standings at Homestead. He's been doing it ever since. Yep. So I, it's just a theme. Yeah, so you're, not, something to, you're not wrong. Something to keep in mind. I mean, I just, it's, I don't know, man. I Either he's, as many times as you think he's going to climb the mountain and finally have it, <laughs> he's still, I mean, we're eight races left to go in the season. And here we are, still having the same conversations about it. So, yeah. I don't know. Something well, I thought of, but I don't know if you, I didn't know if you were thinking, I don't know if that was something you were thinking about. I wasn't. Or not, but... I wasn't really there yet, because um, I think he's going to get through, and we're, we'll be talking. I mean, he'll. I mean, you wipe the slate clean for the next round, and you start all over. So. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. We we may be. Uh, <laughs> we may be a, a one or a, a regular season champion. Out, well, that's uh... <laughs> what I was going to say. Is you you talk about somebody who needs to close? How about Truex needs to close this weekend? What a disaster! No freaking kidding! And so Two there was there was controversy here, James. Because the the officials made the decision to tow the car to the garage, and once the car goes to the garage, you're out of the race. Mm-hmm. And the team was upset because they wanted to have a chance to look at it to see if they could fix it. They weren't fixing this car. No. But I will get back on my soapbox and say, why do we have a damaged vehicle policy? Right. I don't understand this thing. First of all, I don't understand why we insist on making them repair the car in pit road and, and the, the pit wall is the end all be all. As soon as you go past it, you're out of the race because that first of all, makes the pit road unsafe. It makes it to where now the reason that the decision was made to not tow the car to the pit stall is because if they tow the car to the pit stall and then they decide they can't fix the car, they need to then tow the car off the pit road. So Now you've got an extended caution. So just put it behind the wall and let them make the decision back there and fix it. And if you want to keep the clock, keep the clock, but have it behind the wall. But there's so much discrepancy over when the clocks, when the clock is in existence, when it's not, how you get off the clock. It's not like people are going out with safe cars and getting off the clock. There's people that are going out with unsafe cars to try and make speed to get off the clock. And then they spend the half the race fixing the car anyway. Yeah. So, and then in a mechanical issue, there is no clock. You can do whatever you want to do. You can go behind the wall. Yep. It's just get rid of the inconsistency. I, I don't, I, I really, if you want to solve the issue of these cars going back out on the track when they're damaged, then change the point structure to where you don't get points after 20th place or 25th place or 30th right. place or whatever. Right. Then there's no incentive to go out there. Yep. I just, I, I don't, I've, I've been against this damaged vehicle policy since it went into existence. It cost mm-hmm. Matt Kenseth a chance at a championship. Not that I'm a Matt Kenseth fan, but he got screwed on this deal. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's dumb. Yeah. I was trying to put some thought into this, and I don't know. I I'm, I don't really have a good solution. I don't know what um, problem we're solving. We're not solving debris on the track. We're not solving slow cars on the track. We're not solving people going out with unsafe cars. 
Can't we just say something simple like if your car goes 10 laps down, if you're 10 laps down at any point in the race, you're done. Yeah. I don't know. Park it. No, like, that's true. Something's wrong. You're you're broken. You're not running fast. What you were in a wreck or whatever. I don't know what that number is. You could tell me 15 or 20. I guess I don't. I don't know. Um, you I'm know, the other, make... thing, we, the other thing we could say. Yeah. We could also say if you can't drive back to the pit stall, you're out of the race. There, well, I mean, Which there has you go. been my argument over the flat tires. Joe Logano was, that's why he was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> push, right. So, uh, you know, I, yeah. It, and that's a weird thing too, you yeah. know, like Joey can't drive back, but he's not technically out. He just has flats. Yep. So it's, it's dumb. you know, part of the car being the way the car is, is a problem too. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, obviously not perfect, but it's really a moot point because Truex was out. I mean, he, well, they, I mean weren't, they weren't going back on the track. They weren't fixing that right front suspension. Well, and you know, it's it's reassuring to know, I guess, in my opinion as well, that if you have a bad race followed by bad luck, uh, it doesn't matter who you are in the playoffs. Like you yeah. should not be able to advance, even if you are the regular season champ. You there should be a penalty. And, and right now we have basically, you know, if you want to think of it in in in, in you know stick and ball sports, we got an eight seed beating a one seed here mm -hmm. um, because somebody's going in that doesn't belong and the regular season champ is in trouble and he's not, you know, he doesn't, they don't, they don't bring rocket ships to Bristol very often with no. the 19 car either. So no, I would be very, very nervous if I was on Martin Truex Jr.'s team. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess we're kind of talking about it, but you, you look at who's, who he's got to gain ground on and it seems very difficult. Yeah. Like Kevin Harvick is good. Logano, I think, Maybe that's the most realistic one, um, even though, I mean, he's still good. Bell's really good at Bristol. Busher, <laughs> I don't know. Kyle don't Busch know. is great at Bristol. Ryan Blaney is great at Bristol. I he, think He's got big enough, yeah. I think Blaine, anybody anybody above Blaney is good. I think anybody above, yeah, I think Kyle, I think Kyle Busch is the, is the spot. He's 24, 24 points and, and I don't up. know, I James. In pretty good shape. You see Blaney go out there and do what he did several years ago where he goes out and gets caught up in a wreck in the first stage. Yeah. Oh, well, he, I mean, he yeah. immediately I'll, falls out. So yes, I agree with you. I mean, extra extenuating circumstances, yeah. but you got to be feeling pretty good. If you've got a 24 point, if cushion. Brad Keselowski has a crappy day, he still probably makes it. And he should, <coughs> he's had, he's had good runs Yeah, definitely. in this play. Definitely. I mean, won a stage in this race and he's, I'm just know, saying Blaney can't afford a bad day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Byron's good. Hamlin is good. Obviously, oh, yeah. they're all good. Those guys are good. Yeah. I don't think they have to worry a whole heck of a lot. But yeah, yeah Truex is going to... Yeah, this is a mountain to climb because Harvick's going to come in there. Mm -hmm. And he might not be faster than Martin Truex Jr., but he ain't going away. He's going to stay within seven points of Martin pretty much. And, and he's smart. So uh, that team will that team will be tough to, to handle. Yeah, so Truex... This is going to be tough. I mean, they're going to have to do everything they can to win both first stages and get themselves... Yeah, get him an get an advantage. Yep. Yeah, you got to play for points. I mean, they they points. are only seven out, but like you said, they're seven out from Harvick. So yes, and that's tough. That's and, tough. and that's none why of I those guys. The number. Yeah. There's no. I mean, obviously it's the playoffs, so you don't really expect anybody to be easy to beat. But mm -hmm. I mean, the the two guy, two of the guys that we had out for sure are where we expected them to be. Yeah, fifteenth <laughs> yeah. and sixteenth. So yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I mean, the rest of the guys are pretty stout that he's gonna have to pass. Yep, and it gets tougher. This is a tough field. We said that going into this. This yeah. playoff field is very difficult. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, that's what you get when you have people like Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman, you know, that don't make the playoffs. 
Yes. You know, if, if, yep. if you got that good of guys that are missing the playoffs, I mean, yeah, Chase is extenuating circumstances, but still he missed the playoffs. Yep. Um, he missed the playoffs in a win with a win and you win in your end system. So, um, you, you know, win, those guys are good. Yep. So, um, speaking of Chase Elliott, he and, uh, oh. he and Kyle Larson had a little disagreement. Chase Elliott is brushing it off all week now that it's no big deal. Um, Man, I I can't even keep myself quiet. I'm so disgusted by the whole thing. Yeah, but. the th- Chase. I'm sorry, guys. I know that people love Chase Elliott, but this season has screwed with him, and he is not the same Chase Elliott. He is frustrated, and I've seen it. I saw it in person at Michigan. <laughs> he is whether it's because he's tired of the media asking him the questions, or he's frustrated because he didn't make the playoffs, or frustrated that he cost himself a, ch- a shot at the playoffs. I don't know what it is. But he's frustrated. He's irritated. I don't blame him. It's been a crappy year. Yeah. But I mean, this whole keep acting like there's nothing going on is oh, it's petulance. Silly. Yeah, it's yeah. And that was, I mean, I, you know, if 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 your teammate door slams you, and he deserves to, you know, get knocked around a little bit, I guess that's one thing. Right. That was so above and beyond what needed to happen there. I mean, Kyle got shoved up into the lane. And I'm going to sound like a Larson apologist, but I mean, he really did have nowhere to go. And it's not like he'd slam chase very hard. He just kind of got up into him a little bit, but your teammates in a, in a playoff battle where every point really matters. Well, and, and chase says that, well, I didn't understand the situation. And once I knew of the situation, then it was my fault. Yeah, I get that. And that's fine for any other driver in the field, but this is your freaking teammate who's oh, racing for the championship. You don't, yeah. you give, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt unless you have a problem. Yeah. And he obviously has a problem. I don't they care have a rela- what he says. Yeah. They have a relationship issue. Yeah. I think Daniel Trotta sent, said this part of it, but yeah, there's definitely a, I don't know if it's a rivalry or if it's a feud, whatever you want to call it, but the five and the 24 uh, or the five and the nine, sorry, he used to yeah. drive the 24, right. the five and the nine, they've got a little bit of a, I don't know. There's bad blood there. Um, to steal a, <laughs> to yeah. steal a Taylor Swift line. Right. right? Um, but yeah, they're, they're, don't worry. Yeah. I won't play the audio clip. No, for that. thank we God. Yeah, it costs too much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, have that kind uh, of money. <laughs> yeah. But there's definitely, um, I, you know, I pointed out on Twitter, I, I kind of hinted at, there's an alpha dog problem, mm-hmm. um, where Chase Elliott's not the best guy there anymore. And no. we've, Eric, we talked about this years ago on this podcast yeah. when Larson came in. It's like, oh man, how does that have to make Chase Elliott feel? Well, I think and we're he was the it. champ. He was the reigning champ, right? And it's like, oh crap, you're the reigning champ, and you're not the best guy in your building anymore. Yep. Um, and now you've got Byron ascending. Um, it's, <laughs> you know, you're not really in the conversation outside of what are you doing wrong. I, I yeah. can understand his frustration, but you got to be better than that. You're you're a champion in the sport. You got to carry yourself a little better, especially with that organization. Yeah. Um, who likes to, the organization itself likes to grandstand and tell drivers how to act, uh, see Rick Hendrick and Ross Chastain. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and Jeff Gordon, not happy about this, by the way. Right. Um, he was, he was grumpy when, uh, when this all came about. So, well, I will be meeting. Let me, let me give you the, uh, the rosy sunglasses point of view from the other side though, James, and, and mm-hmm. give you Dale Jr.'s perspective. Oh boy. Dale Jr. says that everybody wants Chase to have a personality. Well, this is his personality. <laughs> sure. So his personality is showing. That's what we wanted, right? Uh, I, so he's a little bit of a petulant baby. <laughs> then... 
I mean, I know he came. He went on serious tonight, and yeah, you know, no, I I understand what happened. I, yeah, but, that's because I mean, he got a talking to. That post race interview, you got you got exactly what he who yeah. he is. Well, nothing happened. It's not me. Yeah. Well, not is even he? that, but he's irritated with being asked about it. This is gonna this is gonna probably drive you nuts when I say this. Is he an only child? <laughs> he sure does act like an only that child. That doesn't drive me nuts. Actually, I totally. <laughs> I've told you before why I identify with Kyle Busch so well. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I've been in a, it is really easy for me to criticize Chase Elliott and and not act like I wouldn't be the same way. For the listeners out there, I've been in a marriage on this podcast with uh, with an only child for a while. I know the signs at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's all good. It's all good. I've got my I've got my flaws. You feel free to do it. I I can accept the truth. I mean, I hear it from my wife too. Oh, there you go. <laughs> And that's why you guys had twins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want them to be only children. Now, yeah. they, now they just bicker all the time. So, right. Well, yeah, I'm in that boat too, my man. Don't worry. Yeah. So playoffs looking out or outside looking in right now. Martin Truex Jr. is minus seven. Bubba Wallace minus nineteen. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. minus twenty two. Michael McDowell minus forty. Um, those two aren't getting in, right? I mean, well, no, they got Stenhouse's yeah. run well at Bristol. Yeah, but so, he's got to win. He's got to well, Michael McDowell's I, run well at, well at Bristol. So okay, best case scenario for Ricky Stenhouse, he wins two stages. He gets to minus two or whatever that number would be. Yeah, Stenhouse doesn't dominate it's this race a though. Long, it's Stenhouse, still a Stenhouse, long Stenhouse, shot. Stenhouse, Stenhouse, and McDowell are are must wins. They're yeah. not. They're not point, pointing their way in. No, unless somebody no. has trouble. The thing is, is if you think Martin Truex is going to make it, who comes out? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Is Joey. It Joey? Probably Joey, Christopher Bell. I mean, they keep shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, is it Busher? I don't think so. Probably not. Not the defending winner of this race. Is it Ross? Maybe I don't know. I don't. Plus eighteen, he's gonna have to really screw up. Really screw up. But that's the thing. Things happen, right? It's happened to Bristol. It's happened to Bubba. It's Bristol, and this car all it takes is one good smack to the wall, and yep. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. This is this is a tough one. I, I mean, we I, we sit there and say that we say that Ross Chastain's pretty safe at, at eighteen in, but Bubba's nineteen out, and I think both of us probably would say Bubba could probably points his way back in. So he still could. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> shot, but you know the thing. I think the thing with Martin is okay. Is he going to have a third disaster in right. a row? I mean, the odds of three disasters in a row are extremely high. He's going to have to hit. A, he's going to hit a top five or a top ten as good as he's been. So at, at Bristol though. Yeah, but you gotta think he's gonna be better than what he's been. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard. I I cannot believe the regular season champs about to get knocked out. It's it's I I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Well, here I have a question for you. Sure. Martin Truex Jr. and Bubba Wallace. Is there a scenario you see both of them getting in? One of them's Somebody's out, right? Got- like Christopher Bell and Joey Logano got to take each other out or something. That's yeah. got to that's got to be the only way. I I can't see it. I can't see two guys coming down. I, I mean, it can happen. I mean, mathematically, it's not that it's not that like it's not out of the realm of possibility. Looking at the numbers, but it's the drivers and the teams that you're just looking at. Like how these are really good. Like these are really good race cars and really good teams. Just for the record. Uh, last year, this race, Martin Truex Jr., 36th, steering well, issues. Remember him? Oh. He, they, the Gibbs cars had steering issues. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, there you go. 
Well, they didn't fix the car at Darlington before the race, and now they popped a tire, so I, I guess maybe those are out of the way. I don't know. The Bet, ones are, yeah. Best JGR car last year is Christopher Bell in fourth. Um, Denny Hamlin finished ninth. Christopher Bell's pit crew can't be that bad again. My God, they switched pit crews for him, and they're still bad. Right. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know. know. It's going to be interesting. Got to love the cutoffs. You got to think the RFK cars are in the mix, and I don't even care about Byron and Hamlin. Like, I'm not even factoring them in because I think they're good. So yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This is nuts. Yes, it is. Can we shout? Can I shout out Joey Logano? Yeah, like man, that yeah, team, no kidding. They that move they, they made, made a again. great. Yeah, they made a great call from being like what plus three to plus twelve. I mean, yeah, that, that was huge. I mean, I mean those that's, are that's potentially getting you in the next round right there. Well, dude, that's championship pedigree. Yeah, you know. Like, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, like Bubba Wallace's team, they're not going to have that. Even, I mean, heck, even William, or Tyler Reddick's team, like, they're not going to, they don't, they don't think that way. But, man, when you've got a championships in the bag and you've got, you know, that experience, what an unbelievable day. And they finished top three with it, so. Hey, it's like, it's like faking a punt on fourth down, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, well, they didn't finish top three. I'm sorry, they finished fifth, but they were in the top three there for the. For the restart. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of shouting people out. Let's do it, man. I got it. We got a few, don't we? we where the to. hell did Eric Jones come from the last two weeks? Dude, that car, <laughs> like he shows up when the playoffs are here. If they could just get the guy in. Right. He'd be in good shape. Third place freaking finish. And he almost won this thing. He had a shot at it. <laughs> the strategy was there for him. I mean, he had a shot at it. But yeah, I was, I was on, I had my hands on my knees and I was leaning forward at staring at the TV and the last restart thinking, man, Mary, man, can Eric Jones pull one off? Yeah. But that's the best finish that, that he's had with the legacy group now, um, as, as they're currently constructed. You got to so. imagine that coming in to next season when they actually are going to get some support again, oh, this they got to be yeah. happy with this type of result when they're not, oh, when they yeah. have no support. Yeah. Toyota's got to be chomping at the bit to get that driver in their camp no I mean, kidding if tyler reddick and if tyler reddick and bubba wallace are able to win races eric jones can do it definitely with them so. definitely and from the sounds of what jimmy's i mean obviously jimmy's gonna have a rosy view of the whole thing but the way jimmy's talking they're gonna be toyota's not gonna do a top team second tier team third tier team toyota's doing these are our toyota teams mm-hmm. and so they're gonna be on equal ground to you know 2311 and jgr yeah, it's a beautiful so, thing, man. Yeah, I mean, and, be, and we I know mean, Toyota. I mean, they, they, they know they want more teams because they have enough resources for those teams. Yeah. So you're you're only looking at up on that, and that. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, it has to be a pretty good deal to get Jimmy to leave Chevy. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it only makes the sport better when you've got higher quality cars throughout the field. Yeah. So if you're bumping up the 43 and the 42. Um, that's, that's a beautiful, that's, that's going to be good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Toyota changed the game, man. I mean, they've, they've made NASCAR a factory sport like yes. Supercross. I mean, to the point where it's, you're, it's all the manufacturer sport that matters. Yep. You've got so. Hendrick, you've got, um, and Fords are all over the place. Yeah. And then you got the Toyotas who are kind of a conglomerate. Yep. So if they, if they, if the other manufacturers could follow suit and have a similar system, I think they have a better job of competing with. I mean, at the same yeah. time, their Toyota's not winning the championship every year either. So, well, right, right, yeah. Ford, I think Ford's a little more scattered um, yeah. than anybody. I mean, RFK is obviously Ford's a, playing Ford's for, a mess right now. They're a mess with Stuart. Ha- I mean, their flagship teams are the worst of the two. Yeah, <laughs> worst of the bunch. So, um, Carson Hosevar finishes twentieth. Um, a good run for him. Yeah. Yep. Good to see. 
one more race scheduled for him in this car. He'll race at Bristol this weekend. Um, anybody else we want to shout out? Alex I mean, Bowman got a top 10. Yeah. Yeah, he was fast. Um, Ty Gibbs was up there for a little bit. Yeah. So there was some speed there to be had. Um, but yeah, we didn't have any crazy pit calls that cost anybody. Yeah. <laughs> cost anybody anything, but. Really a pretty, pretty clean Kansas. We've seen some wild wrecks at Kansas and it was a pretty yeah. clean race. Yeah. Other than tire issues. Yeah. And the drivers, you know, the playoff drivers, I mean, every, almost every playoff driver had some sort of an issue, but yeah. the driver, I mean, they're so on edge and, and right. like Larson was, looked like he was going to flat out dominate. And then they got made a bad pit call and kind of messed up their strategy and had to battle back through the field. Um, Hamlin again, pit call. What are you going to do? Late caution. So yeah, it mixes it up when you got that going on. And that, I think, I think that adds to the excitement, but the racing itself, I think, was pretty solid all the way through. I didn't yeah. have any complaints about it, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a good race, good solid race. Yeah. Like I said, I, I was expecting more out of it because Kansas has been so good, but I I don't have any complaints. It was a good race. Yeah, but we got Bristol looming. We so. do have Bristol, although Bristol hasn't been as good as we expect, but the night race has been pretty decent. And yeah. So Especially since we've gone to one race here. One race is all you need. I think it's interesting. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, NASCAR Xfinity Series was in action this weekend as well. The Kansas Lottery 300. Um, John Hunter Nemechek once again gets a win. Uh, leads 154 laps of a 200-lap race, James. Three-quarters of the race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still almost loses it to Brandon Jones, who was charging at the end, trying to make it into the into the playoffs, but falls just short. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, John Hunter, another win for him. Uh, I don't remember how many that is this Won season. Won all the but... stages. He's, Yeah. I mean, had a good week. Had I, a great week. We're going to talk about John Hunter. Maybe we can talk about him now. They made the announcement this this week that he's going to drive the 42 for Legacy Motor Club in 2024, which, mm-hmm. I mean, we declared that a few weeks ago. Um, it was pretty obvious this is what was going to happen. Um, I know you gave John Hunter a lot of crap for going back to the truck series. And, <laughs> yeah, and I do. Kind of. I still do. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a guy that ran pretty decent in a, in a car that was terrible in the cup series, a, a low funded team decided to step back down. I mean, I guess he didn't decide he didn't have a shot in the cup series. So he went back down and decided to win some races. And now he's become one of the hottest prospects for the cup series. I mean, he did everything right. Right. I mean, I don't know. I know I, you I, hate him going all the way back down, but I think, I mean, he increased his stock. He, he did what Noah Gregson's going to have to do. He did what he want. He did what he wanted to do. My argument is, what is he showing you now that he already didn't show you before? Like, what he's got six wins on the season. Well, the like, difference is, that, is that he's that he's got people that want him now. Nobody wanted well, him. Yeah, before. he's gonna go. Yeah, he's gonna go race for Jimmy Johnson. I think that's I think that's pretty good. But if he um, didn't do what he did, he he would be probably, you know, working some counter at a shop somewhere and <laughs> not in the series at all, right? Well, let me give maybe you racing a, a late model every couple weekends. Let Let me give you a name. Okay, and just humor me all right I, I know it's a different circumstance um right now who would you rather have chris busher or john Hunter Nemechek? if i was going to pick a driver right now to be on my team mm-hmm. which one would i pick there's a four-year age difference chris i Bush think is a little older i think that let me put it this way. That decision is a much tougher decision than it was six months ago. 
What would it have been six months ago? Chris Buescher? Uh No, actually, six months ago, I just said John Hunter Nemechek. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. But Chris Buescher, with what he's yeah. done this season, I think has increased his stock a lot for me, especially the last, you know, like I said, so, six months or so. Yep, and it's it's about the path you take, right? Yeah. And I guess, you know, long story short, there's no real wrong way to do it as long as you stay relevant. And Chris Buescher, he he did the old school way where he gr- he was grinding. Ross Chastain. Yeah. Is another example of this. They yeah, ground. but Ross Chastain went down and ran truck series races. When Ross Chastain competed for the championship in the truck series is what increased his stock. Well, and, and remember, remember too, Ross um, Ross was running like all three series all the time. Like he was racing a ton of stuff if for you're, a long time. If you're struggling in the major leagues, you go back down in the minor leagues and regroup, right? Sure. I mean, you can do it either way, right? As long as you, as long as you stay relevant. Like, I think you're better off bringing trophies home and doing interviews on the front stretch at the start finish line at the end of races in the truck series than you are finishing 35th in the cup series every weekend. Yeah. See, my argument against that is John Hernemachek is super talented, but I think he's stunted his growth by not putting time into the cup series versus what he's doing now. Okay. Let me counter that. Does, Anything in the Cup Series before last year matter? I think it does a little bit. I don't think it does much, a not lot. As much as it, not as much as it used to. If anything, the Truck Series better prepared him. Could be. Lower so, horsepower, right? Yeah. Higher downforce. Similar, I mean, similar driving style. Mm-hmm. Similar aggression. So, so what did he do this year? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. It's like, well, what, I did guess, he, what did he do this year? He's collected himself a championship trophy, we, probably. I feel like you and I could twist our arguments each way, yeah. back and forth. I, when, honestly, there's no wrong answer here. I don't, I've, I don't I've not, you and I have differed on this all along. I've I've always felt that I think I think John Hunter Nemechek did the right thing. I think yeah. he increased his stock by going back down. And, and did he cost himself years in the Cup Series? Yeah, because he hasn't been in the Cup Series the last three years. Yeah. But he... I would I I still would rather be winning races in the truck series and the Xfinity series than finishing outside of the TV window, mm-hmm. you know, in the Cup series. Mm-hmm. So John yep. Hunter Nemechek does have the advantage too that John Hunter Nemechek is a Nemechek and he has a recognizable name, sure. even though even though you know Joe wasn't like he wasn't Dale Earnhardt, he wasn't Richard mm-hmm. Petty, but he's still a well known name in the series. Mm-hmm. So he gets some extra respect from that, but that's really never helped him. He's never had. Right sponsorship because of that right right I mean, and and you know you know my, another good another good example for your argument is like okay well what if he becomes justin haley yeah <laughs> you know what i mean um the thing so, the thing with john hunter Nemechek is i think john hunter came up trying to do the grassroots let's mm-hmm. build our own team show get get in on talent and yep. he tried that route and it didn't work it got him to the 38 car and that was the best it could do. Yep. And instead of just continuing on that route and being a Matt Benedetto and never uh-huh, yep. getting an opportunity yep. in a top-notch car, he decided, let's start over. And he started over. He went down with a good team, with good funding, and Toyota's help, and built himself up to where now yep. he's driving for a seven-time champion. So Yeah, I think, you know, and that's a great point you make, too. <laughs> you know, he worked his butt off, got to the cup series and then, you know, batted his eyes at Toyota and yeah. they kind of, they're like batted their eyes at each other. Right. And they're right. like, yeah, come on down. We'll let you run some trucks for us if you want to run down here. And now you're in the pipeline. So, you know, again, I think it's the journey you take. I, 
for every Ross Chastain, there's a Matt DiBenedetto. Yep. And we, we've got Corey LaJoy living the same same thing right now, and the verdict's still out. And we don't know where that's going to end up. Yep. But Corey LaJoy could very well go the same route that Matt DiBenedetto yep. did. Yep. And, and you know, I used Chris Buescher as an example, but, you know, Chris Buescher, <laughs> it's not apples to apples. He no. That dude dug, dug in deep, and he's, you know, he's closing in on 300 career starts. Yeah. Um, and is just now seeing success. And I, it's like, for me, I appreciate the grind that some of these guys, like they just don't quit. They're not going away. And now you have this amazing breakthrough and it's this amazing story. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't take away from what John Hunter Nemechek has done either. The like, problem with the grind is that you, you can get lost. Well, you, you just don't know if you're going to get the opportunity. You know, yeah, you could get chewed up and spit out. You have to get the right guy. You have to have Rick Hendrick or Jack Roush or somebody who supports you enough to let you learn and get there. And yep. some of these guys just don't have that. I mean, shoot, look at Noah Gregson, James. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he's screwed up, screwed up, up right but yep. he was out of that car. He was not, he was last no, he year was, was out, a yeah, championship yeah. contender. He was the hottest thing in the Xfinity series last year. And he yep. came to the cup series and bef- the season was half over and he was already done. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. He was done before his scandal. I mean, he was, yeah. Oh yeah. Gone. He was out. That scandal was just yep. a, that was just an opportunity. Yeah. Well, and and look at, you know, look at the, you know, again, I'll, I'll, I'll give you kudos to your side of the argument. You look at what, because I'm right. I mean, well, I mean, it's again, I think it's the journey (laughs) you take, right. I'm going to, I'm, I'll stick with it. Like, I just know what I like and that's fine. Um, but you look at Corey LaJoy and you look at John Hunter and John Hunter decided I'm going to go full time and go in the Toyota pipeline. Corey LaJoy keeps dragging, you know, grinding and finally gets a shot with a Hendrick Motorsports ride mm-hmm. and everybody laughs at him yep. when he finally gets that one race, one race versus multiple seasons of what John Hunter's doing. Yep. Uh, that being said, like when John Hunter went down, I stand by this. I felt like you're already a cup driver. You should go in there and you should win multiple championships. Like I, there's no, there's no reason that guy shouldn't, you know, right. Capitalize off of everything. And I, I'm, no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing what he should have done in the lower series. Honestly, he's fallen short in the lower series. He yeah, should he have won a truck won. series championship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he hasn't won. So I'm just waiting for him to, you know, he's been there. He missed the final four last year for the truck series. So yeah. it's, it's like, come on, man. Well, and, Let's see and you know, Austin Hill might steal it from him this year or he might, somebody he else. Might. But, Austin Hill's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but the, yeah, the, the difference between debate. those two is that Austin Hill has been inconsistent. Whereas John Hunter has not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Hunter's so, yeah. yeah but in a one race it. format, it don't matter how consistent matter. you are. You nope. just have to you be good a, one day. Exactly. You get a damn Daniel Hemrick win yep. um, out of there. So yep. yeah, that was good. That was a good debate, man. I'm, I didn't know we were going down that road. So that was good. Me neither. I'll give you one more. Um, you know, there, there was a time when people, they only cared about the cup series and that's all that mattered. That was the Richard Petty mindset. And that's what Kyle Petty did. Kyle mm-hmm. Petty went straight to the cup series. He didn't race in the lower series. He, he did some Xfinity stuff, especially when he went in, went and took Adam's ride. Um, but here's a guy who grinded it out in that cup series and just, I mean, never really got never a got chance through. to amount mm-hmm. to anything. Yeah. So and we're, yeah, I got some wins, but yeah. And we're about to see a guy who's not going to spend the time in the Xfinity series. Yeah. He's going to go from the trucks to the cup series and that's Carson Hosevar. And, yeah. and you and I are high on Carson. Um, but you know, his, his, he's not going to come in with as much seat time as a lot of these guys well, either. So. And the difference is, is that he, he is not going to go to a, a Toyota team that's equal to the best Toyota team. That's right. In theory, he's going to go to the underfunded, low funded, crappy Chevrolet team, you know, yep. yep. more than likely. 
So yep, exactly. I mean, either way, whether he goes, whether he goes, whether he goes to Colleg or he goes to Spire, he's still in the same situation. I would honestly, I'd say Spire is a, a step up from Colleg right now. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So and and again, that's nothing against those organizations. Those organizations have gotten better. Um. Shoot, Rick Ware Racing's gotten better. We're not talking about how terrible they are this year. I know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, props to them for turning their stuff around. Yep. I mean, they're not competing for wins, but damn, they're putting people in the cars that matter and. And uh, and getting some results and not the laughing stock of the series anymore. They're not wrecking all three of their cars in the Daytona 500, you know, right. anymore at the back right. of the pack. So anyway, yep. Um, speaking of playoffs and Xfinity series, uh, this was our final race going into the playoffs for the NASCAR Xfinity series. Riley Herbst um, had had the chance to get in no. over Parker, and uh, they messed up, and Riley falls out. Uh, Parker Kligerman makes the playoffs for the Xfinity series. So good for Parker. Good to see that. Um, I, enough of Riley Herbst. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you not? How do you? I mean, come on. He he just went backwards over the last oh. several weeks. I mean. Oh, enough. I mean, come on. How does that team not make it in? I don't know. Stewart Racing. What a mess. Yeah. I, I don't what know. What a mess. I don't know. Um, Brandon <laughs> Jones also misses the boat um, with the nine car. I'll be curious to see if he's back at at uh junior motorsports next year i mean what a surprise right right <laughs> yeah i guys. mean he he, guys. he changed my mind last year i think right around this time didn't he win bristol and i'm like he was running good yeah, yeah. It's, so i'm good. like well maybe this guy really is something and then he went over to junior motorsports and well, sucked like we've seen him do in the past so junior motorsports Man, talk about going backwards this year. I, I mean, they maybe spend less time on the. I'm not. I shouldn't say it. I'm not going to say it. Well, when NASCAR takes away their advantage last year, that didn't. Oh help. boy, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you said it. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they could do? They could start bleeding tires. I mean that. Or they could give their drivers a, their own podcast, and they could gripe about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything else with the Xfinity series? I know you didn't have much to say about no, it. No, that was about it. I'm glad we went down the John Hunter rabbit hole. Yeah. So that was good. Um, speaking of bleeding tires, the uh, Kansas Lottery 200 truck series were in action on Friday night. Love having a Friday night race. Uh, just period. It's fun to have Friday night racing. Uh, Christian Eckes picks up the win there. Um, and the final race of round one of the playoffs, Matt Crafton and Matt Benedetto fall out. Uh, the Mats. Bad night for the Mats. Yes. In the truck series. Um, yep. So they are out of the playoffs now. As we Benedetto gave it a round. ride, though. I'll give him that. He tried. Yeah. Yeah, he had a heck of a run there at the end. He, he almost got there. Well, he missed it by a point or two, didn't he? Yeah. A couple points. Yep. Yeah. Well, he could have so. got the win. That would have solved his problems, too. But Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we head into, uh, into Bristol um, with eight left in the... No. Yeah. And, eight left? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. No, it shouldn't be... Not eight races, eight drivers. No, eight drivers left. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, not eight races, eight drivers. Yeah, yeah, eight drivers left. Yeah, and they're, and they're like under a blanket. Um, yeah. Hosovar is tied for what? One, two, three, four. He's in fifth, he's in fifth I guess. And fourth. he's only eight points he's out. Fourth, yeah, tie, yeah, tied. Yep. Yeah. And Zane Smith's eight back. So, yeah, they're they're all really tight now. Yep. Um, especially with Ty Majeski continuing to get <laughs> sand slapped. Yeah, so let's talk about the Ty Majeski thing. Um, we got to see actually what they did uh, this week. If you missed the video, I, Bob Pockers had it. I think Jeff Gluck had it as well. Yeah, if you got yeah. Um, they had NASCAR's. Uh, what is it? The Tattletale. Yeah, show and tell. Show and yeah. tell. I like the show and tell. 
Um, so basically they had a notch in the, or a, a pin in the top of the valve stem. And when the tire got to a certain pressure, it relieved the pressure or, re- or pushed the valve stem in and let some air out of the tire and kept the tire at an optimal, optimal air pressure, um, and got him almost to win at Richmond and <laughs> got a win at IRP before NASCAR <laughs> finally spotted it and cut it off. And now, well, how did he, they spot it, Eric? Did you, you, you know how that happened, didn't you? How they caught it? Other people talking about it? No, he was rolling through tech. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. They heard it. Yeah, they could hear the air going. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, out the tire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So, um, and then they sucked at Milwaukee <laughs> after having it removed. And that's the Carson Host of our uh, Carson Host of our quote that yep. said, "No, we're now we're racing on an even playing field." Yep. Um. So a couple things to discuss here. First of all. Uh, Brett Griffin said on DBC, this is cheating and they should be, somebody should be sitting out. They should be suspended indefinitely. The crew chief should be suspended indefinitely. Potentially the tire guy that did this should be suspended indefinitely. Um, other arguments from the other guys are, is everybody's doing this stuff. Everybody's trying to find ways to do this. I saw people giving them kudos. Yeah. And then, then there's the argument that most series allow tire bleeding and NASCAR should just do that. Oh my God. Um, first of all, I got to agree with Brett on this thing. This is this isn't like this isn't playing in the gray area. This is cheating. Yeah, this is big time cheating. Yeah, yeah this is yeah. putting jet fuel in blatant, your car. Yeah, this is blatant cheating. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the the little slap on the wrist he got does nothing. It it really doesn't have any effect on them whatsoever. No, yeah, they'll be fine. I mean, they might be a little bit slower on the track. Yeah, I, I just I I don't know. I, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna discourage cheating by really throwing the book at somebody like this, I mean, you're just kind of saying it's fair game. Yep. So, yep. I mean, Denny Hamlin wants them to wants to start black flagging people for restarts, but these guys are bleeding tires. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, I don't know, man. I, 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 like I said, I, I don't always agree with Brett. I often don't agree with Brett, but I think he's right on this one. Yep. So yep. I, I, I actually, sitting. yeah, I do. Agree I don't, with I don't think Ty Majeski should be sitting. It's not Ty's fault. Ty didn't right. do it more than likely. I mean, I guarantee he didn't know it was on the car. Right. He just knew the car was driving real good. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Heck yeah. So I don't he know. Wasn't, he wasn't bothered by it. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, I, I guess NASCAR spoke on it, and that's what we got. So how is this still happening these days? I mean, I, uh, yeah. Well, now we know. Don't bleed your tires. I mean, I gotta say, it was pretty brilliant. It is. <laughs> uh, it is. So, I think it was T.J. Major who said that what they they used to have this contraption they put on that was like brass knuckles. They had a little pin on it that. They go by and basically punch the wheel, and it would poke a hole in the tire and let the tire bleed. <laughs> Crazy. Oh man, yeah. There's, you know, NASCAR and, and cheating with tires is never going to go away. No. When I was a kid, it was. Remember, Jeff Gordon was soaking his tire. Ray Amram was soaking Jeff Gordon's tires. Yep. That was the big controversy. That, that was well, a, it, a Jack Roush special, if I remember correctly. And that's the argument here: is okay. They do this at at Phoenix. They win the race. They win the championship. All you do is blow the tires in the burnout. Honestly, yeah. Na- NASCAR should ban the burnouts for the winners. For well, this we gotta stuff, quit, we got to quit blowing tires on burnouts. I love That's... the I love the burnout, but yeah, if you if you flatten a tire, that should almost be a penalty. This this is reckless uh, speculation. Um, but when Martin Truex Jr. was winning a championship, that '78 car was popping fenders yeah. quite frequently. Well, we've got audio of Chad Canales telling Jimmy Johnson to hit the yes. wall. I yep. mean, yeah, he cracked the back of the car, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and ain't new, man. These guys are all cheating. We know they're all cheating. If you're if you're running good, you're cheating. And that's I, I forget who it was that had the old line that, you know, 
I know they're cheating because they're beating me and I'm cheating. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was Bobby Allison. I think. think I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right about. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. But um, oh well. NASCAR's trying to get rid of it, but you're never going to get rid of it completely. And this stuff happens. No, everywhere. Guys, it happens at the short uh, tracks. Well, they keep taking ways ways uh, to you know adjust the car away and make them unique, and teams yeah. are just you know keep trying. They got a lot of smart people who can't be smart, I guess. Yeah. So. Right. Well, smart enough to get a win and get in the playoffs and then take your penalty. So, yep. I mean, that's, that's the argument. James is if, if he, if the net result was a net gain for time and Jeske, they didn't learn anything. Right. And I think it was a net gain. Yep. So, yep. Well, we're going to see. Yeah. Yep. I guess if uh, they don't win the championship, I guess you can say that's karma, but right. we'll see. There you go. Uh, let's talk some news, James. We already talked about John Hunter, so we can put that in the background. Uh, we got some breaking news this morning. Uh, literally breaking news. Stage breaks yeah, are did. back for the Roval. Great. Yeah. What's your? What's your? I know you're. You don't. You don't like this, or you do you not care? I, I I'm indifferent to it. The car. Listen, you can't fix you can't fix road course racing with a bad race car. Right. Race car is bad on road courses, so have them or don't. It's gonna be the same to me. So my, I didn't want to be that guy who started saying, you know, let's just bring them back. Cause I, I fought so hard to get rid of them. I I wanted to get rid of them, but I don't, let's put it this way. I don't know that it was a failed experiment, but I don't think it changed anything because the guys who were outside of the top 10 still pitted before the end of the stage. Yep. And the guys who were in the top 10 still pitted at the end of the stage. Yep. So it really didn't change anything other than give us fewer restarts. And right now, the only thing that's entertaining on a road course is a restart. So yeah. honestly, they should just throw the caution every other lap and just have a bunch of restarts. Honestly, they, I think they should take a, I would just eliminate stage racing at road courses and just say no, no, no stage points, nothing. But I think we you just can't, you can't do we'll that. We'll keep the stages. We'll do it. I mean, the, the biggest thing is, is just the consistency. If we're going to, if we're going to have the rule, let's just have the rule everywhere. We, we, we brought in the, you know, the shoes ruled all the tracks this season now, and then we go and change this. The road courses are still different. Let's just keep it all together. But we've both come to the conclusion too, that then we also need to oil the track down and then right. the road course racing will be good. Yep. Um, or, or you can go to Laguna Seca where the IndyCar drivers who I consider much better road course racers than our, our NASCAR guys. Um, look like idiots this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did help that they just repaved the track. So the track was slick as hell. Yeah. Um, and Laguna Seca is not an easy track to begin with, but yep. I'd like to see the cup cars give I can, those cup cars go on dropping 10 stories in the, in the corkscrew. At oh, Laguna yeah. Seca. Cor- yeah. That would be awesome. I think formula one would be fun to race out there one time, but yeah, you know, there, there's not enough money to be made. So they won't go to, they won't do that. But yeah, yeah, cup cars would be good there. It'd be fun. I mean, we're looking for a place to replace Fontana. There you go. Laguna Seca sitting right there. Right. Um, speaking of the Roval, we also found out this morning cars will also run the chicane on the front stretch, coming to starts and restarts this year. Um, they haven't done that in the past. They've started in the dog leg. I don't know about that one. I think this is all a part of just like everything else, just trying to break them up, coming in the line so they aren't piling into turn one. Um, I think we've gone overboard with that, James. I just, again, consistency. I mean, we, sometimes we want to be a clown show, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, isn't that what the Roble's all about is a clown show? Sometimes we don't have a choice. 
I mean, I kind of feel like the role is a gimmick as it is. Let's just let's pile them in like we always well, do. I was going to ask you, I'm I'm starting to feel like the role has run its course. I still like the role. I just think maybe it's time. Maybe time. I, I still like the role because it gives us an opportunity to race at a track twice without racing the same track. Yeah, it's fine. I, I just if if let's put it this way, if we didn't if we if we did the indie thing. And we only ran the Roval and we didn't run the Oval, then then yes, I would have a major issue with that. Right. But we still run the Oval. So yeah, the 600 still got his, got its event, and it's a great race. Well, and mile and a half are so much better than anything else. That's yeah, the but problem, if you're gonna too. Bring, if you're going to bring back mile and a half racing, let's bring back a couple of the tracks we shut down. Yeah. I mean, Chicagoland's got action this weekend with Super Motocross. Let's bring it back. Yeah, there you go. You know? Yep. Kentucky's sitting there. I know Kentucky sucked before, but with this car, I don't know. Yep. Texas hasn't been awful with this car. It's not been great, but it's not been awful. Right. Yep. Yep. Nah, so, that's a good point, too. Yep. I don't know. I, I just... I, 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 it's I, been good. I mean... I hate to run two races on the same track if we if we took a race away. So I, well, I'm good with keeping the Roval or getting rid of the Roval and just going there once. Yeah. Yep. So... um, The rumor flying around that... Uh, Ty Gibbs, Ty Dillon, not Ty Gibbs, Ty Dillon. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, I left it on there. Dillon. Rumor is Ty Dillon could go to Colleg in the cup car, uh, replacing AJ Allmendinger, who would move back to NASCAR Xfinity Series in 2024, race full-time down there. Uh, this is a blatant rumor. I have not seen it from any credible source, although credible sources have said that there's a possibility of AJ moving back down. Um, do you think? Ty Dillon's going to be able to keep clawing his way into rides or you think his ship has uh, I sailed? Was, I was just going to say, why are we still giving Ty Dillon full-time rides? I don't know. I mean, I love Ty as a person. He's a great dude. Yeah. I have no problem with him. Just, I think he needs to go, he should go race truck series. Well, and, and I don't know. I thought the AJ to colleague cup would be a lot better than it. Me too. Hand out. But that team, I, that team is colleague hasn't been good. Yeah. No. So yeah, I had I had high hopes that AJ was going to be able to win a win a road course, but he I I expected him in the playoffs. Well, he's getting older, I, you know, and yeah, maybe he's got a he, kid now. Well, maybe he wants to do less racing and go to the Xfinity Series. You know, maybe that's maybe that's what he wants to do. And yeah. if that's the case, then that's good. Um, I would put somebody. I don't know. I'd try to find somebody who's a little bit got a little bit more upside than Ty Dillon. We've seen the best of Ty Dillon. Yeah, I I, I agree. I his, don't. His better days are behind him at this point yeah hard to believe that 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 guy that we know i thought he'd be better than austin and not that austin's setting the world on fire either but i ty was the talent to me but yeah he hasn't proven it yeah and he never i gotta give him credit he never had to go to rcr for it yeah maybe he got the raw end of the deal i don't know right (laughs) i don't know Uh, um one driver we do know what he's doing next season sam Mayer. he's returning to junior motorsports next year um, announced today. Uh, I'm not surprised about this. I was kind of curious where he'd go or what he'd do. Um, but it really seemed like junior had the mindset of working with this, with this kid and helping him grow. Um, so I'm not surprised to see him back another year. Yep. Yep. No, it's a great move for them too. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I like that guy. I, I'm pretty high on Sam Mayer. I think he's, he's got, I'm not sure what he'll be down the road. I know he'll be a decent, I know he'll be a cup driver though. Yeah. You know, and he'll be pretty decent. So um, interesting with Junior Motorsports to see what can come from the Xfinity series. We mentioned, I mentioned Brandon Jones. We don't know what he's doing next year. 
Um, whether that goes away, you've got Josh Berry moving up. So that ride's open uh, if they're going to run it full time next year. And Carson Quapple, Junior's late model driver, He's on, up, on the yeah. Josh Berry route. He raced in the yeah. ARCA Series last weekend at Kansas. He's racing the Truck Series at Bristol this weekend, um, getting some opportunities. So, you know, there's there might be an opportunity to move him up if he can get some support. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, he's, he's good, coming. man. He's, he's good. Coming. Oh, yeah, he's good. Yep. So, and Travis Quapple's dad or uncle? I can't this remember. This is dad. Dad. Yep. So, yep. Um, if the name sounds familiar, that's where that's from. So, uh, NASCAR announced today Noah Gregson has been reinstated. Um, Noah will actually race in the ASA uh, race this weekend at Toledo Speedway, according to Bob Pachris. Uh, Noah issued a statement. I want to express my sincere gratitude to NASCAR for reinstating me over the past several weeks. I've dedicated myself to personal growth and reflection, and I believe I've become a better person because of it. I couldn't have done it without the support of my family and the NASCAR industry. I'm now more focused and committed than ever to representing my future team in the best way possible. I'm eager to get behind back behind the wheel and compete at the highest level, giving it my all on and off the track. Thank you to everyone who's been a part of this journey, and I can't wait to make, wait to make the most of this second chance. Um, question. Yeah. Noah yeah. Gregson is reinstated right before an impending announcement for the 31 car at Colleg. Nothing's scheduled yet, but they, we were told that the announcement would shock the world and that it was coming in the next couple weeks. Is this a coincidence or am I reading too much into it? Uh, I would hire. Oh, we just lost your mic. Your mic just died. Oh, no. Wiggle, wiggle. See if it fixes it so I don't have to edit. How about now? Hey, you're back. All right. All right. Fixed it. Yep. All right. I have a bad port, so that's good to know. All right. right. Um, But yeah, anyway, what I was saying was, um, is yes, I would. uh, Noah Gregson was available. I would give it a hard look. I know he's. Cannot have not having the best uh, not having the best year, but I would I would definitely I would definitely consider that one. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I mean, if you're an Xfinity team, man, you'd love to have this guy, but yes, there's there's still a couple cup rides floating. I and, know, and I know. not the 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 prospects are dwindling. So if you're Stuart, yeah. if you're Stuart Haas or colleague, you gotta be looking real hard at this guy. Yeah, that's another good point. Um, especially with Stuart Haas struggling for sponsorship like they are, you know, I, you you've got room to take a flyer. If I'm Noah Gregson, I I look for something that's more long term, you know. Right. Um, I don't know what that I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in Stuart Haas um, as a long term viable <laughs> ride um, with what they've got. So I would yeah, not when they I were, would try to get not a, when they were rumored to be selling a week ago. Yeah. Yep. I would. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I know. I would look to try to lock in my future, especially after everything. And that way you can just kind of build something from scratch. He's got, he's starting over. Yeah. You know, well, that's the thing is if you're going to take a cup ride, you got to get somebody who's going to support you for multiple seasons, not throw you to the wolves halfway through one. That's right. I mean, he didn't, no offense to Jimmy and all that. And I'm sure a lot of it probably had to do with the Toyota situation as well. There's more working parts to it, but Noah really got the run of the deal at legacy. Yes, he did. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad marriage from the start. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, and I don't know who, I don't know who to blame, but it just it just didn't work. So Right. Got to get something yep. that does. Yep. And with that, I think that's all our news, James, unless something broke on on X while we were No, X is clear. All right. X is good. 
So we had a Bristol Motor Speedway this weekend. It is the Bristol Night Race. Um, we get to make our picks, and I did beat you this week, but not you did? by much. <laughs> five nope, five whopping five points. points. Yep, I had Larson, you had Hamlin, so yes. our uh, our run continues to the to the finale here. Still 131 points behind. Um, I've been going back and forth on who I'm going to pick this weekend, and James, I'm going to go with the defending uh, team here, but I'm not going with Chris. I'm going with yeah. Brad. Son of a gun. I already <laughs> picked him on Twitter, and he took him right out from underneath me. I'm taking Brad this week. Got to do it. Oh, man. I wanted to take Brad. <laughs> Darn it. Um, well, well, this stinks. Um, <laughs> Good. I'm I glad to against him. I want discomfort. <laughs> I already picked him to win on Sunday. Now I gotta root against the root against the poor guy. Good. Um, I got some room to play around a little bit. Maybe I won't go chalk here. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take. Well, I lied. Just actually, no. I'm gonna take Chris Bell. Okay. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save Chris Busher. I think for somewhere else. I'll take Chris Bell. Problem is, we can. We're battling for the same drivers now. We haven't had that yeah. all season, so I'm. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a strategy move on on Mr. Busher. You got so you're eventually gonna use him, and I got a couple of options. So you have so much that you could lose. I mean, I know you're golden. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, I'm not it's gonna over. guarantee anything. You're much better yep. position than Martin Truex Jr. was going into the playoffs, and that's true. Yeah, so you don't well, have as much to worry about as him. Well, I mean, it's it's not that way in the uh, in the fantasy league. Let me tell you. <laughs> Did you see what happened to me? No, what happened? Well, I had Martin Truex Jr. on my roster, so I had to bench him. Um, yeah, I did, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> I had Bubba Wallace on my roster. Yep, me too. Uh, couldn't couldn't bench couldn't bench him, and I had Chris Busher on me my too. roster, <laughs> which led to uh, yeah. So I, I, well, and you, you picked better than me because I ended up with a whopping, hold on. Uh, I, basically I was dead last because <laughs> there's got a couple people who have dropped out. Yeah. 13th, 13th. And you still beat me. So, um, yeah, not great. Uh, Mickey Elliott was first hot rod, Todd second and team Justin third. Uh, we, I won last week. I went to the bottom this week. So now I'm third in the playoff standings. Um, Grenades and Hamlin's first team. Justin is second. Those are just for fun. Uh, championship standings, Baron Speedway way out in front and Ranger Runyon takes second place back. I am third with, uh, with my fantastic performance at Kansas. So we, we continue to jockey around for second place. My, uh, my, have it. my savior was Tyler Reddick. I had Tyler Reddick. I had Kyle Larson. I did I too. Had, I had Denny Hamlin. Oh, that's yep. I didn't have Hamlin, and I guess I don't know how I did on bonus, but I might help. My bonus might help me out too. So there you go. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, that's probably it. Uh, any shout-outs this week, right. James? Uh, Daniel Trotta was my shout-out. I liked that. I doesn't. It's not very often that a member of the media um goes after someone, so I like that. Daniel Trotta. There you go. 
Um, just a heads up, just so you're aware, there is a delay between us now all of a sudden, but that's okay. We'll keep going. Just keep that in mind when you start talking that I, you might talk over yeah, me. I, yeah, I, I had a feeling it was, I, I could feel it coming. So we'll, we'll get to the end here. Yes. Uh, my shout out is, uh, I mentioned the ASA late model or ASA series um, that has restarted ASA stars. Um, Noah Gregson's racing that race this weekend. That is at Toledo Speedway um, down in Toledo. So cool race to go check out. It's Glass City 200 down there this weekend. Um, so if you're in the Toledo area and want to check out some good late model racing, that's the place to go. Um, CRA also helps with that series. So, um, good racing at Toledo. Uh, I'm going to jump into my black flags and then I'll kick it back over to you, James. Uh, my black flag is not NASCAR related. Uh, it is just, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Four plays and you're out for the season. Dude. Uh, uh, I'll piggyback on that. I'll just make it the Jets. Jets fans. Whiny Jets fans flipping the bird on become camera. a Lions fan and tell me tell me what pain sounds like or feels like. <sighs> Jets, there you get go. out of here, Jets. Ugh. Uh, James, where can people find you on social media if they want to hit you up during the week? At James Cush on X, Twitter, whatever. You, you can find me at T Super Speedway on X, occasionally on Threads at E Young DBM. Our podcast is on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Wherever you found us today, please subscribe for new episodes each and every week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash thesuperspeedway, you can leave us an audio message and we might play it on the show. NASCAR returns to Bristol Motor Speedway this weekend as the Bristol Night Race Saturday night. Uh, I'm bummed because I don't get to watch it live, but I will be sitting at the big house watching University of Michigan play. So I guess it could be worse. Um, we'll be back next week to break it all down. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.